yeah. Um, I'm just going to kind of go into it. Yeah, thanks for uh, you know joining me, RJ. Thank you for having me. Thanks. <laughs> with the TH, with a thank you. Thanks. Would you like some whipped cream? Whiskey. <laughs> so uh, whiskey. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've seen you since, but it's been a while since you've uh, been on the show. How you been? It's been a long time. It's been like years. Probably. I'm uh, yeah, great. I'm like, I'm like I've I've seen you. I've been on your channel, and I'm like, yeah, we haven't we haven't heard from uh, you in a little while. Well, we, it, I, you know, we have a uh, a lot of things have changed since those humble beginnings of yeah. just trying to start <laughs> Tele Talks. Yeah, and then even. Like uh, I think your your cohorts have been on and since and it's, it's I'm not, not a lot of fun. Jealous, but jealous. Um, you know this is this is something fun. It's special. It's a little like a one two punch here. It's a you know a uh, little uh, impromptu bonus episodes that I'm trying to do with people, and I think they're a little bit more relaxed than the uh, main episode kind of deal. You know, mm, good because I've already been drinking to prep for this. There you go. What you drinking? I am drinking one of those. Bud Light seltzers. I'm going with the mango hard seltzer. It's actually halfway decent. They're pretty good. They, I mean, they. If you like the seltzer craze thing, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not bad. Um, I like them because you they don't you don't get you like too fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you know. So since we're you know practicing you know hashtag social distancing and all that fun stuff in the states and lockdown, I've been uh, doing my orders online with Bevmo. Mm-hmm. And doing pickups, so like today is Friday, so like I was like, okay, I, I I texted Andrew in the morning, I'm like, okay, what do you want? And like, so I just make my order and go up there, show my ID, and grab my stuff. I got some um, Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, because it's you know cheap. Yeah. Um, I also got some uh, Cali Creamin, mm-hmm. which is favorite, but my new fave is actually a limited edition Cali Creamin that I like. And it's a creamsicle, so it has like orange and vanilla. Oh, okay. It's Dang, I didn't know that was a, that was a so a good. One. Dang, I got to give that one a shot. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Nice. I'm drinking a Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But I feel like that's slightly above High Life. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit above uh, Bud Light, <laughs> even. <laughs> that, this is true. Like, See, something- High Life is so cheap; it's cheaper than regular Miller. Oh yeah. And then even, uh, yeah, Miller Lights. I mean, the, what I've been getting into is natural lights. And we've talked about it on the show. But it's like, because they're so fucking cheap. It's like 15 pack for like $8 or 7 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. oh, fuck it. Anyway. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, what about what you're drinking? But what uh, what's uh, what's new with you? You know, we were talking a little bit, uh, you know, or texting back and forth about uh, Helix Native, HX Native. I did. I okay. So everybody knows you're an HX Stomp guy. That's your you're exactly. singing the praises H- all damn day. But yeah, HX Stomp super fun. Super you know my mantra of keep it simple, stupid. Six blocks. You don't really need anything more. Yeah. However, I'd been flirting with the idea of buying HX Native because it gives you basically the power of a full Helix or as much as your computer can uh support the the dsp or you know the the processing power mm-hmm. required to do it you could do like a full-on helix and if you own uh, hx stomp hx effects helix light all those you can get it for a hundred bucks yeah and they're normally like 300 bucks right 
So yeah, so like if you buy it and you don't own one of those products, it's like three or four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's um, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. At that point, you might as well just buy the bigger processor. Yeah, like the actual hardware if you wanted to do that. But what made it even better is as when I started flirting with this idea, mm-hmm. um, they put it on sale for seventy bucks. So I scooped it up. Nice. Yeah, that's, and I've that's been, not bad at all. I've been using it since because honestly, I um, my board is just in shambles. Yeah. And it's not in a functioning state and I just, I don't have the energy. Um, and I don't necessarily have all the pieces I want to want to put it together. Yeah. And so being able to just plug straight in is amazing. And now I have this really cool portable rig and because yeah. I also have, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. My, my focus right is also USB powered. But I also have just a little iRig Pro. Yeah. So like I bring that, a cable, my my computer, and a guitar, and then I can like record at my in-laws or wherever I'm at. Okay. Yeah. And uh And I don't have to, I don't even have to have a pedal board. Like I just have that and I have the full power of the helix. Is it your iRig Pro? Is that uh was it USB C that it plugs into? Or, oh uh, no, it's not. It's just regular USB uh, 2.0. Okay, like, and it's just like the single one that has like the combo. Okay, of instrument mic. So I bring that, and like I can have like an SM57, and I have like this really cheap, small foldable tabletop um, uh, mic stand in case I want to use my SM57. Yeah. Um. Between that and I have a small MIDI keyboard, like I have a full, now I have a full studio that I can fit in my backpack. Very cool. And just like take wherever and just be inspired wherever. And it's been super helpful to be able to just plug and play. Yeah. And you're, uh, cause you're at your apartment, you kind of have like your corner, which is like your, you know, video recording, uh, your, you know, demo station and your, you know, laptop is all kind of sat there and you do your podcasting yep. for, uh, just surprise me over there. It's pretty sweet little, little rig. And I remember yep. you were talking about like, oh, yeah, I set this all up and did the cable management. I don't want to take it apart. <laughs> if exactly. I'm going to go, I think you were saying your girlfriend's like, oh yeah, we can go, you know, go out and, you know, just bring your laptop and record. And he's like, I can't cause I got to bring all my shit. <laughs> yeah. Cause then I got to undo all the zip ties and shit that I did for the fucking, yeah. for, for my setup. And so like right now it's kind of in shambles, but now that I have this setup, I'm going to clean it up a bit. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's been really cool having the full blown power of the Helix. Another reason why I wanted it though is because I want to play with the idea of using the the Helix or HX native as just a overall effects processor because it has like a studio compressor limiter okay, like yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh, that could be good on, you know, not just freaking uh guitar, but like obviously for vocals, mm-hmm. you know. Um, EQ power, all that stuff. Just kind of fun. Also, another thing is, um, like your co-host. Yeah. I've been getting into like, you know, playing a lot of synth stuff. Yeah. And like the fact that I, I now have this for not just my hardware synths that I don't have right now, but I do want to buy. Been yeah. looking. Uh, <laughs> I, I can use these for my, my VSTs that I've purchased over the last I don't know, like 10 plus years of just 
working inside of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and have this really amazing processor for all this cool, all these like little synths and stuff like that. That's that. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Um, not that I'm opposed to any of that, like plugins and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I have like a couple amp ones. I have that. I really sing the praises of Easy Drummer, but everything else, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I know Kyle does Reason and all stuff like that, and I'm like, man, that looks pretty, pretty confusing. And also, like, I'm like, I like my uh, MacBook Pro, but like running that through Pro Tools, I'm like, I could just see that thing crashing. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, well, all, I that mean- st- all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I wonder how, I mean, yeah, I have, I have no reason to get he, uh, the he, HX native, but since you already had it and it was only 70 bucks, you can't fucking beat that. That's like cheaper than No, no, than absolutely I, not. I bought, uh, what, the uh, fucking Easy Drummer 2 uh, yeah. a while ago, and I love it, but it was not, it was like, pretty expensive. Although it was 200 it, bucks, yeah, yeah. I think it was like, one, yeah, 150 or something like that, and then they were mm-hmm. getting like, you get two free expansion packs, which I, which actually makes the, the difference. No, absolutely. So what I would say about that is keep in mind, granted, I'm not running Pro Tools. I'm running Studio One, mm-hmm. which is made by PreSonus. It is as basically like Logic. Yeah. However, it's cross-platform, so you could do it for PC and MacBook, and that's why I bought it. Yeah. Because I was going between both, so I wanted something like Logic, but obviously not logic cuz that's only for mac. Yeah. Um and I'm running on a 2012 and I'm able to run HX native on it no problem. No problem. Yeah. I think uh, So, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong and I I I'm totally going to shit top Pro Tools, but I've used Pro Tools it is one buggy motherfucker. It crashes a lot. It's very uh, temperamental. <laughs> it is very temperamental. I don't understand how it became the industry standard. I don't either. That temperamental. It's fucking mind boggling. Um, well, I say that, but you got like dudes, most of the dudes that I know who have like studios. Yeah, I'm still rocking Pro Tools 6. I'm like, what? Isn't there like 12 out now? He's like, yeah, but I don't, I don't want to pay for all that shit. And I heard there's nothing but problems. My shit just works. Yeah. I think that <laughs> I haven't had very many problems. Um, I mean, it just it bugs out every once in a while. Or if you need to, I don't know, like uh, when I was recording the last one with Derek, it should be fine audio-wise, but my audio kept like cutting out or whatever and restarting or whatever. And I was like, yeah. okay, cool. It only bugs out when I need it. And then I just have to like, I don't know, restart something. And then it's like, no, we're cool now. I'm like, God, fucking damn. I just want this shit to work. That's why I'm like tempted to go to Logic. The next big upgrade that Pro Tools does where it's like, oh, we're on a new one, so you got to buy the new program. I'm just probably just going to jump ship and go to Logic. There you go. That a boy. But, also, real quick, if you want to get into VSTs, it's a perfect time right now. Native Instruments, I actually told your boy, Kyle, about this, and he already has made some killer music with it. Mm-hmm. But Native Instruments for, you know, a lot of these companies are giving out free VSTs just to, you know, inspire the people who are cooped up kind of thing yeah they came out with a free one this month it's called uh analog dreams and it's just like a synth uh plugin that is just nothing but like analog style synth so it's like very 80s it's right up kyle's alley with like the synth wave stuff that he's yeah, doing wave and all that shit uh yeah so it's yeah it's honestly really cool i actually have been using um my new track that i'm working on mm-hmm. which is like more like um goth new wave or dark wave yeah uh kind of stuff 
just fun fact it's free right now i would definitely check it out yeah sc- scoop it up but um, exactly yeah no i you, you were sending me like kind of we were kind of going like videos back and forth i'm working on stuff i i like that it's like oh yeah here i'm doing this uh, here's a video of me working on something that's it's really cool you're actually uh seems like you're recording a lot more now is that just because you have more time or is it just because like helix the hx native made it easier for you to like oh i'm plugging in my acoustic and i'm going bass i'm creating this stuff or is it just like yeah it honestly it just made it super easy like i'm just running a cable into my interface and you know like um as easy as recording with the stomp is, but you're still like, okay, I got to get my board. I got to take it apart and then use this, plug it in, power it, da, 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 and then get my DAW and everything open. Well, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Like I could have done this one of two ways. I could have like had my board set up below my desk and then run the two outputs from the HX stomp into the two inputs that I have in my focus, right? Cause I have the, uh, it's the four I four. So it has two uh, line levels on the back. Okay run in like that but then like i got to reach under my desk to fucking edit it or i got to run a usb cable to also plug into my laptop which i have like a dongle that has like four plugins but i'm already kind of maxing out on usb (laughs) plugs because you know stupid things like the fucking iLock, which is the most ridiculous piece of fucking hardware i've ever owned and i fucking hate it you have to use an iLock for um studio one I do not, but I do have some stuff oh, like some plugins, plugins that require the fucking eye lock. And so like, I'm already maxing out that. And so like in order to tweak that and then like, it's um also the thing about it is the, the coolest thing about HX native is, and I'm sure I could do some fancy routing through HX stomp, but I go DI and then I can change the tones whenever I want to accommodate however I want it. Now I'm sure, like I said, there's a way to just do the DI and then reloop it through. But like, that's like so inconvenient in a creative environment when I want to change something really quick. Yeah, no, that's HX stop is perfect for live and it's perfect for jamming and having fun. But there's something really special about like, if you're trying to actually record like a track to me to just always have those DIs and be like, Skip Oh, there. you know what? I want to keep that part, but Maybe. I don't want chorus on it anymore. I don't want, yeah, you uh, can just copy you know, and paste a new track and then put a new effect on it or something like that. Yeah. You could just change the effects as you go. Cause it's not, cause if you take away the plugin, it's just a DI to guitar. Yeah. And it's all, <laughs> Yeah, it's just that barrier to entry. If that's gone, then it'll cause you to, cre- you know, want to create and want to do yeah. that more. And so, like, you know, one of the things that also was cool is like, uh, this most recent track that I'm working on does it have acoustic guitar, but, uh, I plugged my acoustic guitar in to my interface and I know everyone's like, why would you do that? That's like the worst thing ever. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, pay, uh, piezo however the fuck you say it or like on a pickup on a acoustic guitar they're garbage but thanks to um a fellow podcaster mr scott hamilton of the effects loop Mm -hmm. he had a bunch of um acoustic ir impulse responses yeah so i just added those to the hx native with some eq and stuff and it sounds fucking amazing i don't give a fuck what anybody says i'm sure some asshole well you know it's not not like the real thing well or what the fuck ever i'm like 
it passes in a mix and shut the fuck up. And it's giving me a tone that on the like acoustic it, yeah. that I couldn't get with my acoustic. I just have a Martin like dreadnought. Mm-hmm. This is giving me something a little more chimey. Oh, okay. Um, Basically, kind of going for that acoustic sound that you hear in like Smith songs, like where it's like, like a- chorusy twelve. Border, it's probably I'm gonna guess it's actually probably a twelve string. Oh, okay. I don't have a twelve string, so but it gives me that chime when I throw in just a little bit of a subtle chorus. Uh, I throw uh, like a Taylor IR, so it's brighter than yeah, my, really, um, really bright. Yeah, my Martin, and it's perfect in the mix. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I. It is sing the praises of IRs and stuff like that. Um, and I, yeah, I, I got a co- couple, I bought a couple of those acoustic IRs a while back. Oh, the Sigma, uh, yeah. the Sigma I ones? Bought, yeah, Are they the, good? Yeah, I bought the Taylor one and the Gibson one. The Gibson one sounds really good. The Taylor one, um, yeah, it, it doesn't sound bad either either way. Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement. No, no, no. I was going to say because I'm using a Taylor. <laughs> Okay. So it's like Taylor on Taylor. They cancel themselves out. No. <laughs> Did you see that deal they're doing? Yeah. I'm like, damn, that'd be cool. But I'm like, I don't need one. I, well, I, I have well my mine. thing is, is yeah. like, you have to buy like a 300 series and above. So like you're automatically looking at $2,000, which at that point, if I'm looking at a $2,000 guitar, I don't really give a shit about a $600 guitar. Yeah. But then again, you can <laughs> but get for a hundred dollars and you could recoup that money by selling that guitar. You could. Yeah. It'd be nice to have like it'd be cool to it'd be cool to have a cheapo cheaper guitar. Yeah, like a like a like a uh it's like one or two series. Beach a beach uh well no, you get the the, you can either get a baby tailor or a GS mini. Gotcha. One of their like entry level ones, but I mean that's still a cool little uh what I call like a beach beater, which is you know, something you can just take to the beach. It's not most of them aren't real wood, so like it's not gonna be like super susceptible to like the environment. Yeah, it's gonna hold up a little more. I have a I have a really really old like entry level like starter pack Squire acoustic. That's really actually I like beautiful. I love it. I mean, beautiful. it's great. That is exactly like you said a beater guitar. I might want to tra- change yeah. out the tuners and maybe replace the nut with like a bone one, just because it's like some plastic that's kind of like even just like falling apart. But I'm like, I have, yeah. I have a Taylor that I'm like, I bought back in 2006. Uh, and it's still, I'm like, I'll never need another acoustic guitar. I'm like, nice. It's a 410 cutaway. Oh, damn. You went all awesome. Yeah. It was like one of those, like, I, I was like 18 and my first like real job, like money. I was like, I invested mm-hmm. in, a, in an acoustic because I knew at that point I had the sense that thinking like, Buying a nice acoustic now will just this will be it. I'll never have to buy another one. And I was and that, that was that was correct. But buying the I full stack it. full stack Mesa that was not a correct choice. Eighteen <laughs> 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 year old Brian also thought that was a good idea. <laughs> oh man, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, I, mean, I actually <laughs> myself am. I wouldn't say new to the acoustic game. I just haven't owned an acoustic in a very long time until about like a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I got a got one on trade, and it's a Martin Acoustic. Um, it's actually a DX one, but the crazy thing about it, it's one of the DX ones that are made in America. It's very cool, and it's got a solid top. Um, yeah. but it's got you know like the it's got one of those like necks that are like thin pieces of like wood that are all glued together. Oh, okay. Uh, 
like you know you see on like the little martins and stuff is it like a bolt-on like the tailors oh no 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 it's not a bolt-on it's everything else it's just like with recycled wood slash like hpl or high pressure laminate on like okay the back and sides but it's amazingly resonant like because like basically there's a little bit of a crack that was like fixed on it yeah which is fine because it was professionally done it's like super smooth it's thing and he actually gave me the choice he's like i can give you that one or you could play this other dx one that i have that's not american made it's mexican made and it doesn't have a solid top and there just wasn't no comparison it, this thing is just a beast yeah um, especially if you can get a good deal because i'm like oh there's a little crack but you you know that like oh well that's not yeah. gonna affect it so and, and and i traded it for don't get me wrong the guitar that i traded it for was amazing it was a, a 1997 epiphone dot mm-hmm. deluxe loved it I mean, I loved it as in it's a great guitar, but like it just sat there. As amazing as it was, uh, it just sat there. It wasn't S- different enough from your other ones to justify having it, kind of? No, it was. Actually, it kind of was. It was a double hump. No, you, have, it, you have your Cabernet, I guess. Well, no. So here's the thing is um, I also recently made a trade for a Squire Classic Vibe Thin Line wide range humbuckers yeah. to d- humbuckers. So that was like my justification on, well, I'd rather have the telly semi hollow than a Epiphone. Epiphone. Because I'm um, like, uh, I'm telly talks. Hello. <laughs> uh, hello. Branding. Branding. I mean, <laughs> it's hell, all, even, <laughs> all brand association people. <laughs> hey, Hey, even my fucking, my base is as close to a telly as you can get to talman i know dude i mean i got i'll I'll keep an eye out for you but you remember those fenders when they came out with those uh telly bases oh yes i do yeah i think it was like the i don't know it was like uh when they made them in china it was like i don't know if it was like the modern series or something like that they had like the big old humbucker in the neck and then they i think they had like uh maybe a jazz bass pickup in the you know the the bridge Mm -hmm. and i I I remember talking about a, a band called Success used to, you know, they're from like Seattle. They used to tour, and every time they played, I'm like, that is the most unique looking bass. I've never seen one like that. <laughs> yeah, because the only ones I've actually ever seen, like the vintage modified, like Squire stuff, has like that single coil, like Bronco looking pickup. Yeah. That I'm just like, no, I want something better. Like, but, I want like a, like a P style or like like a humbucker. Yeah, like that I'll, uh, would be my. I'm gonna keep an eye out and see if I can find, see if I can see one uh, for a good deal. And you know, I'm like, fair enough. Dude, you need to sell shit to get that. We'll, <laughs> then, we'll do then, like, thank you. Uh, we'll do a fund to get it. We'll be like, you know, the, with the firefighters with the boot. We'll be like, okay, we we need to have money yeah, to get this. Tell like that would just fit the bit. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And you'd be like, I, um, I I can't not get it. And well, you sell the Talman to get it, but. <laughs> But no, actually, side note, the Talman's been pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got some active, uh, it has an active EQ. Yeah. So like if it dies, it still works because it's passive humbuckers. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, but it's confusing. I'm, I'm stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, these two knobs, I always forget which two knobs are my volume blend and which two knobs are my, my, uh, cut my 20 decibel cut and 20 decibel boost on treble and bass. Yeah. Whenever, uh, back when Kyle used to have uh stingray bass, we were like, fuck it. See, crank everything up. <laughs> see, I want one of those. <laughs> They're I, cool, I, the but idea- it's, it's, it's a very like, uh, I don't know, signature sound 
And if it doesn't, it's not that it won't work. It's just sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's a lot. And I'm like, every time I hear it, like I, we recorded uh, like our first like full length, like it was on like, I think three or four of the tracks. I'm like, oh, it stands out compared to the P bass. Yeah. But I prefer if we're going to have a different sound, we just kind of go with P bass or jazz bass. And yeah, I'm like, you don't need anything else really. Not Let's really. Be real. Yeah. I mean, Kyle has the grabber, which I think is going to be really cool to start using that for recording and shows and stuff like that. But, Fair enough, um, yeah. You know, it that was kind of more of like a bucket list kind of bass. And I'm like... Yeah, no, I feel like that's a lot of bass players. <laughs> bucket list bass is the grabbers. Yeah, and then my, my first instrument was my Mexican P bass from like 93, 94 or whatever. I got from my aunt, um, and I've been playing it ever since. And it's actually really great bass. And then I finally fixed it up and put all new tuners, the bone nuts and the gun street harness all this like the mm-hmm. like you know got quarter pound seymour duncans in there i got the badass bridge so everything on it that can be upgraded is and i'm like yeah this is my yeah, i love this p bass it's so great i love that and then i have my um american jazz bass which was also like a i don't know it's like it's the most boring looking bass but i'm like i've always mm-hmm. wanted that <laughs> fair enough by <laughs> the way get, uh-huh love you sean um Miss you, buddy. Yeah. Sorry. Just, just, just. <laughs> Shout tired. out to Sean Arbo there. Man, yeah, I, like, for sure. Definitely, like, we've been talking about it, all this shit on the show. I mean, like, I think almost all my guitars have gun treat harnesses now. It so really I, makes a difference. <laughs> I feel like an asshole. Huh. Okay. So I recently bought a Squire, uh, Squire classic vibe, like just plain telly. Cause I didn't actually own just like a plain telly, like single coil, single coil. Yes, exactly. That's the telly telly, the telly telly. Exactly. Um, so I bought one of those, but I also bought some pickups and a harness. Uh-huh. Now the reason why I bought this harness and it's not a gun street, um, is because it is, <laughs> I know it is a starterless, uh, system. So you just plug it in. It's got like a little circuit board. You just plug it in because my idea was like, Oh, I plan on buying a bunch of like budget pickups in this telly and I want something quick that I don't have to solder shit to. Yeah. So I'm like, that was my justification. So I bought one, um, uh, Mojo sound or Mojo tone. Yeah. Uh, makes it. Cause I also bought their pickups. Mm-hmm. I just bought like a whole pack and I saw Shauna and Nam. I'm like, man, I'm sorry. And I told him the story. He's like, Oh yeah, I could have made you ones. You just had to ask. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, now I feel like a total dickhead. Cause, cause yeah. like, I'm like, Oh, oh man, he, he I didn't can, know you had that technology. He, he can do the quick connect kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, he can damn. do the quick. That's, that's it's sick. not something he typically does, but he's like, I would have hooked you up. And I'm like, well, I mean, no, that's kind of thing like an just asshole. A- just ask him. No, that's funny because me and him were fishing out a concept idea. I'm not going to go too much into details, but I wanted to add one like, uh, like basically like a nuclear option switch. So like the one where like, like literally like you have to flip the lid. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like flip the little plastic thing and then flick it on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, dang. But, uh, yeah. What were, we, what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even get into a topic. I think we just like ran. We haven't. Yeah, we've just been talking. Um, I did have a couple topic ideas. 
All right, hit, hit me with one. I mean, I, I do like the riffing thing, so I don't want to uh, deter uh, that. Let's keep talking. This is sh- sh- sure, sure. So one of them is, who do you feel like out of all of these like boutique builders for pedals is like the Willy Wonka of pedals? And what I mean by that is not just quirky personality, but it reflects into their pedals, like something quirky, like, you know, like what is the everlasting gobstopper of pedals? You know, something that's yeah. just weird. See, <laughs> um, I got a couple you know? different ones and a couple different like takes on it. I would say, uh, I'm going to come in here first. Uh, an easy one that like a lot of people can get into and they're all over the place. I would say is earthquake devices. Everything they, yeah. they do is just like to the yeah. nth degree. Rainbow you know? Rainbow Machine, the Arpanoid. The data Corruptor. Yeah. Those are, those are three like, these are just noise machines kind of thing. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they are definitely quirky. Um, I'm like, I don't know where you would put that in I, anywhere. And I love the Arpanoid. I had, I had an Arpanoid. I made a trade for it. I forgot what I traded, but, um, Arpanoid was really fun. Yeah, the Rainbow Machine I really like too. And I just like the fact that it's not like anything that I've ever played before. I know Johnny right, has exactly. Uh, Johnny has a couple of them, and then he also has the Arpanoid and Data Corruptor, and he just kinda like let us use them. He's like, Oh, check, mm-hmm. check, check these out, guys. And I'm like, Where would you use these? He's like, I don't know. But I like having them. <laughs> you know, that kind yeah. of thing. It's like, I don't yeah. know where I would put them in a song or in a context, but they're good to have. <laughs> I'm like, I, you know, that sound logic to me, but you know, I feel like that's the mentality of like a lot of synth players. Uh And I feel like that's kind of like what it reminds me of is like when I hear like, just like a basic synth sound, Mm -hmm. I'm like, how the fuck is that actually usable? Like, (laughs) like what made that usable? Then you hear it in like a song and you're like, holy shit, that fucking works. How did they do that? Yeah, it's like... Because when I hit it, I just hear this... It's like, and I'm like... Totally what? dependent on the rest of the band or the rest of the instruments. Or just the creativity. Possibly, like, yeah, I, yeah. Just my brain doesn't work like that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I don't see myself like writing... I, I want to get into writing just more music without like the purpose of just trying to... Um, I don't know, use it for like a demo or whatever or for the band. I'm like, uh, kind of like how, you know, Kyle's doing it, just he's making music. And I'm like, damn, I, w- I should be doing that. That'd be kind of cool. Um, and I was like thinking of like, oh, yeah, I can, you know, make my own background music for, let's say, and use it for videos, the videos and podcasts and stuff like that. And it's like, because for videos and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, you can use like the free ones that you see, you know, but I'm like, everybody's doing that. So, well, not only everybody's doing that, like, I feel like, specifically for the kind of stuff that we do uh-huh. the music is not really curated for that it's more for like vloggers so it's like dubs up like wow, wow, yeah you know like and i'm just like i'm here demonstrating a fucking distortion pedal playing three bar chords like and you're like doesn't really fit the 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 mood yeah and so that's all i'm like oh i can maybe make something i don't know so i'm just in that mindset of like anyway but yeah, Earthquaker devices. <laughs> Earthquaker, that's a good one. Even though, I mean, even just like the trem that they have, the hummingbird, it's more of like a stuttery kind of thing. It almost like adds yeah. like a rhythmic pattern to it. So it's like like a hummingbird. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's a different kind of trem. Or like the the most like, I don't know, um, I think the couple like, I don't know, more, I don't know, 
to the to the line easy going kind of ones are like the light drive, the Westwood, and the plumes. But even like yeah. their other tube screamer, you know, ones, which was uh, like the um, um, oh shit. The oh, dunes and palisades. The dune, yes. Like those were go. just like that's a ton of shit. I'm like, oh, like the palisades. The palisades uh, is ridiculous. Exactly. The fact that you have that many controls over a fucking tube, tube screamer. screamer. Yeah, it was like, and then Jay just did that kind of thing, but a little more streamlined, which is kind of like the dunes. But it's like, damn, like that's a lot for like uh, it was like a giant pedal for a tube screamer. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I no. think I think there that's more of a uh, straight and narrow kind of one. But it's like their idea of like taking an effect. I'm like, okay, now we're running with this. Yeah, I mean, like, because even, like, their standard, uh, like, uh, not dirts, but, like, um, the C machine mm-hmm. can get some crazy, crazy choruses. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, a chorus. It just sounds weird, which is kind of, like, it can kind of do some of the, like, things that the Rainbow Machine can. Yeah. But not quite. It, it does some weird stuff, and I can I can appreciate the quirkiness. Also, I feel like... This shouldn't matter to most people, but I feel like the artwork also has that Willy Wonka esque, yeah, like yeah, like magical, like you know, yeah, like the afterneath for sure is like a really crazy it's a, like reverb. It's a, yeah, it's a reverb and it's got a fucking wizard on it. Yeah, like is that the one that has the wizard on it? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a fucking wizard. The 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 sea machine has a a you know very Beatles esque like sub uh, submarine and. Mm-hmm. All that shit. I think another one, the reason what what sparked this is I was thinking about after Nam this year. Yeah. Was um Rainier effects with the fucking the the what's it called? Ranger effects, right? Ranger effects, whatever. Rainier, Ranger. I'm <laughs> drunk. Uh, Rainier, Ranger effects. Rainier, that's a beer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Ranger effects, um, mix what's it called uh, shit dude oh the uh, uh yeah yeah everybody oh, talks about on. it it's like the one you put the liquid in the uh mini bar the mini bar yes i'm like okay now you're just pulling shit out your ass and you made it work like that's amazing yeah like, like, <laughs> i'm gonna make a pedal that's fueled by liquid yeah change the liquid so yeah, which I, if you guys haven't listened to my podcast, um, just surprise me. Um, uh, the shit that I get into talking about, uh, you can only imagine the, the kind of things that I'd want to put into um, <laughs> the possibilities. That, uh, pedal. Yes, yes. Bodily fluids. That's oh, all. Okay. I'll say. Yeah. We'll keep it, we'll keep it PG here. You it's know, like, um, it was, a. Uh, even uh, some of the like the Echo X and Reverb X and stuff like that. The fact that they have that like little pad or the uh, mm-hmm. e- Igor pad, when it's like oh yeah. now you can cause it to like feedback by like the pressure sensitive sensitivity of this like like pad that you put on the ground or you put on your board and you you can control that like almost like an expression. I'm like it's really kind of weird. Oh no! And again, um, they're their pedal design is also like very uh mad scientist you know like yeah uh, it looks like uh, the the dark dr frankenstein chop fuzz where like it literally has like a a um like circuit breaker on it that you can like (laughs) kick it on like that's 
pretty cool. Yeah, and even just like the um, like enclosures themselves are different than most. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah, they're mini pedals, but they're also stepped, kind of like almost like um, angled up in a certain way because he was like he made them to go on like you can buy like a like what is it like a just basically a piece of metal. It's like oh, and you can hook them all together, like just yeah. from, from this. I'm like okay, that's pretty crazy. And then he's so easy to talk to and just like a personality on its own. Um, Absolutely. I believe he's been on Tone Mob and I believe Guitar Knobs. He's a lot of fun to listen to, just even talking to him at, at NAM. And if you're in YouTube land, you could just go to uh, JHS's. He did an interview with them too. Nice. It's a- <laughs> if you want to know more, you know. Yeah, so the, definitely those for sure. I mean, like even like you were saying, it's like they look in a certain way. They kind of like, even I have the Echo X and it looks like it almost like, what is it, the Ghostbusters? Like where, what's that thing called where they, they throw the thing out and it catches the ghosts? It almost oh, has that same like look to it. Uh, the proto. Ecto. Fuck, man! If 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 like Zach listens to this from Mythos Pedals, which I don't know if he does, <laughs> he would. He's gonna be scream. He he's gonna be screaming at us because he's well. Like, he made fucking, the pedal that like was really inspired by that, but it uh the Positron uh, uh oh, fuck fuck ghostbuster i'm googling i got my computer i, I am fucking this is what we do on my podcast like oh, i just no, fucking fuck <laughs> like yeah, i yeah. just fucking because i always have I'm to a, fact check joe i'm gonna I'm 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 give it a goog <laughs> yeah i always like it because like, we could just say something and then positron never... collider is that what oh it is? okay yeah 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 or the proton pack the proton pack is the little thing that they put over but the positron collider yeah the proton is packs the... is what they wear the backpack thing yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Positron, yeah. I love how you just type in Ghostbusters Positron Collider. The first thing is the Positron Collider. The second thing is Zach's pedal, the Positron Collider. Yeah, for Mythos pedals, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was like a fuzz or something, right? Yeah, it was a Big Muff. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a Big Muff with like a, a similar kind of like how the tone worker has like the thing where you could turn off the tone circuit and it just opens it up to like just craziness. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's similar to that. Yeah, I think that's maybe one reason why I was like, eh, I'm not a big fuzz guy, so move along. Yeah, but <laughs> but but you know, I've heard. I don't know. If, I'm, I'm gonna put you on blast right now because uh-huh. I I know inner workings. There's a certain video coming out. I hope soon. Uh, uh, hopefully, it'll be out by the time this is. Well, there we go. Done. So he did a, I, I've a, already a recorded video. all the video for it and the audio. So I just need to put it together. So hopefully this weekend I'll do something. I'm definitely not working this weekend, so. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. I'm still at it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, But no, yeah, I. um, But yeah, so um, hopefully that will already be out. The track kicks ass, so that's all I'm going to say. Because like like he mentioned earlier, me and him, we kind of attacking this YouTube thing as best as we can with the time that we have Mm -hmm. and having fun so me and him are always sending like clips and like working together mm-hmm. and so like i've already heard the track it's fucking awesome like i really like it it's it's super catchy yeah i'm, I'm and it sounds fan-fucking-tastic it's 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 fun because it, that was a fun one because i'm like i just uh, kind of was like uh i want to do this idea and i really just challenged myself and told everybody that I, this is what i'm gonna do next just so that i do it you know and then i'm like and I was like, for a couple of days, I was trying to, I wrote two different songs that I didn't use. And then this one kind of came up because I was just like, all right, let me just grab my guitar. And I think I was watching just YouTube or something like that. I think I was watching. Like See, a- my girlfriend didn't fucking get that. And I tried to explain to her. I'm like, do you realize? Cause she's like, 
I don't know how you can just watch TV and like noodle on your guitar. I'm like, that's how the best shit's written. What are you talking about? Yeah, I think I was watching like a a uh, like know your gear live or whatever, just like a you know how he does like oh, okay. the, the repost or something. It's been a while since I've I've checked out. I like uh, his live his shows because he's just like he'll like yeah. make it. Hey, I, I I like Phil McKnight. He just does like Phil McKnight. He, that's his. Name. He's a he's like a character that he's all like always happy and everything's like positive and nice. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, all right, well, uh, I don't like this, but, uh, move on to the next thing. <laughs> like that's, it's fun. He's like a cartoon character, but I was just watching his shit and I was like, I was just fucking around with a fuzz in and just, uh, not even recording it. And I was like, wait, this is kind of cool. I'm like, let me try this. And da, da, da. So I basically put all the fuzz pedals on a board and I'm like, these are the three I'm going to use. You need to figure something out. So I was had like three different guitars out and I was just trying to figure out which one works with what fuzz and da da da. And I'm like, wait, okay, that works. This works. Okay. And then I opened my, my Pro Tools session and started recording ideas. Fair enough. Yeah. So I have a pedal on loan from Ryan from 60 Cycle. Mm-hmm. The the Kangra. Okay. That's a, the fuzz. It's a fuzz with the envelope filter. filter. Yeah. It's going to be fucking weird, but I'm like, I'm going at it with that same mentality of like, I haven't found a demo that I'm like, okay, that sounds amazing. I need to have this pedal. Yeah. It's just like, I'm curious about it. So like, I already think it's going to be terrible, but I want to see if I can make it work for myself. Yeah. See Um, if you can kind of do your own thing with it. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, All right. uh, So... I, I totally agree with Ranger effects. It's a lot of that. I think kind of ties everything up. But I mean, another one that I was thinking of is like Doctor No effects. Do I? I everything I is like a crazy looking pedal. Either one that's in a skull, one that's like in like the you know in a car, or you know one that's like it's a wah pedal that has wings on it. You know, it looks like a, maybe like. Icarus type wings. Oh, they do. They do like the turd fuzz. They do. Yeah, the turd fuzz. <laughs> mm, mm, so it's like okay. the pedals are. Okay. Uh, yeah, to me, I'm like, I think it's just the design of them is just kitsch. I don't think they're super crazy and stuff like that, but it's definitely like their design. I think is like really some of the top Who ones. The, hold on, hold on. Who the fuck uses the, the word kitsch these days? <laughs> <laughs> your boy over here what? wait wait what yeah it has like sorry but yeah i i don't know to, to me mm. like is it they're just i don't know gimmick yeah they made the, they they made the the moon canyon which i thought is like crazy it's like a big ass multi-effect right mm-hmm. like it has like yeah everything in it and that that's that's one to me i'm like i don't know i'm like I don't think I would ever own any of those effects or pedals and stuff like that. But I just to me, I might just like the look, you know, it'd be like, it, enough, yeah. those would be ones if you had money, but like, oh, I'm going to put this on like a pedal shelf. <laughs> that, I feel like that's a good transition. I'm, I'm a shoehorn in this other topic mm-hmm. I have. We don't have to speak too deeply about it, but I want to talk about modern pedals that are based off of vintage pedals that do a unique thing to make them different. Oh, dang, that's specific. <laughs> yeah, so like the, the basically what came to mind is I recently when we went to Nam, uh, a company that stood out to me the most, one of them was at the little Stompbox Deli, uh, Xander Circuitry. Yeah. Um, they do a Foxton Woods, which is like a Foxtone pedal. Yeah. 
And, but the thing about the, what makes it different is it has like six different clipping diodes, mm-hmm. like options and just stuff, but it's a killer, killer, killer recreation of the, the, the Foxtone pedal. Um, that's like, and it just, yeah, you, you were talking about that. That was kind of one that like, uh, got you all hot and bothered. <laughs> it's like a fuzz. A pedal, little right? bit. Yeah. 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 A little bit. It's an octave fuzz like the Foxtone, but it's just got so many more options to it. Like I said, six different clipping options. Um, actually, he recently, uh, had too many, uh, PCB orders mm-hmm. for that pedal. So he's actually sending me one. So while I am not handy and can't solder for shit and don't have the time to source out parts, luckily I have a uh, podcast and one of my co-hosts you know somebody. does build pedals. <laughs> yeah, I know somebody who builds pedals. It's not, it's not, so what, it's not like, what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, Exactly. I was like, Joe, here's all the parts I need. How much do you want me to pay you for it to build it? <laughs> Please build it for me. He's yeah. like, man. Well, fuck, fuck you. But no, basically, I got I got the PCB for that pedal, and I'm like super excited about it. It's in the mail. Nice. Fuck knows who it's gonna, how it's gonna get here, coming all the way from the UK, and how long it's gonna take with all this craziness going on in the world today. But I'll have one eventually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> eventually, one of these with, days. Yeah. With, with some custom art from uh, our boy. Yeah. No. Definitely. <laughs> Shout out to Joe when you get the, you know. Congrats on the like new, my new, new kiddo. <laughs> that's why. That's right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways, so it got me thinking. Like, what other pedals? Like, they may not do like something completely unique, but they do it. Whatever they do, they do it very well. Even though it's, it's maybe not as noisy or like temperamental as like the original. Um, I think I would say like tape delay pedals. Like those kind of yeah. like, there's a lot more of those coming out now. I was like, okay, the Volante was one that was like, whoa, this one's bigger than the timeline. It does a lot of things, but like people love that pedal. And then the Echoes, well, I think, from Keeley. I think just again, want to give another shout out to Boutique Builder. I think who does this extremely well with literally every single one of his pedals. Mm-hmm is Tavo. Oh, Nocturne Brain. Nocturne Brain. Yeah. Like, he literally does this with every single one of his pedals. His pedals are all based off, like, some classic circuit or, like, the the Mystery Blaine is based off the uh, Roland Space Echo. And it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh. Yeah, no, that's a very cool, cool pedal. I'm like... Honestly, like, that pedal does enough. Like, because I already play through like a cranked amp like when i do play through an amp yeah so like just having the atomic brain to like give me a little bit more boost and then that delay like i don't need anything else like give me that pedal in my amp and a fucking telly and i'm good yeah the only thing the only thing i changed differently is i'd also want to get one of his uh his f-bomb uh spring uh reverb tanks yeah that would be really fucking fantastic which i did a should Telly Talks, I did a video uh, uh, of those two things. Everybody check it those out on products. YouTube. Everybody, you get your r- it's web like, browser. It's like, two, <laughs> it's like two years old, but it was honestly one of the most inspiring things for me to play. Like It just like inspired me to play. Yeah, and that was like uh, kind of one of the reasons why you got or 
the collider from uh you know that i'm borrowing from you the source audio because yes. it's like oh you, you get the analog delay you can get the tape delay which you're like doing a tape delay with the spring reverb and you're like dude this kind of does that sound in a, you know, in, in a different way but it kind of gets you there kind of here, my biggest problem it'll is get it, you there like via uber pool but instead of like you know doing uber like limo you know yeah but <laughs> it's 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 you know it's like uber pool but like not too terrible to where you actually have to share a ride <laughs> you just have to like wait around a little bit longer yeah <laughs> you know so yeah. it's like oh okay you ever get one uh, of those and you're like oh i'm gonna save like you know like five seven dollars by getting uber pool and it's just like yeah this is really awkward I should have just went by well, myself. <laughs> I've actually never, I've never had to do one to where I've shared a person. Like it, it just works out to where like, like I use it as an option, but then like nobody else needs to Uber at that time or in that area. Oh, yeah. So like I never have to pick anybody up. I just have to like go, like I just have to wait because like they put like a waiting time on it. Oh, like, okay. you know. Yeah. I've done ones like, where oh, yeah. I've, like I've gone in, I'm like, cool. And it's all like tinted out windows and I go into the back seat and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, so somebody just like was like, oh, they're all full in the back seat. Okay, I guess I'm gonna sit next to the Side timer note, now. This straight up <laughs> tastes like a skunk's ass. Like I think this Miller High Life is kind of bad. Oh, sorry, I just took a sip. I'm like, it's gone bad. <sighs> bad or I've just been drinking really good beer all night, and now I'm down yeah, to that, shit that beer. Could, that could be it. That could be it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck, this is terrible. Yeah, I would say. Also, it's not the Miller High Life that's in the bottle; it's in the can. I feel like that changes the. Maybe. Taste Do you prefer well. bottle or cans? Miller High Life, I prefer bottle. I I don't care about like that when it comes to actual quality mm-hmm. beer because if it's quality beer, it doesn't matter what it's in; it's good. Yeah. But um, yeah. Do you, I have I have another one. Did you have any more to go off of the classic one? I kind of just. Oh oh yeah no sorry. Totally. Um, you actually already mentioned it. The the plumes, like I think that's a great oh tube screamer, yeah, tube screamer. Um, our boy Joe, uh, his K two. Oh, like a like clon, yeah, mid, yeah, yeah. The clon, but like it has like a, another little mid boost, like isn't it a base boost option, or, or maybe, it's a base boost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, it's a base boost. It's like a, which well, I think is cool. Yeah, a lot more options on that, and like you know, saturation clipping options. I feel like. I feel like there's a list of clones out there that like do some like the Tumnus, like speaking of which you let me borrow. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's amazing. Like it's, it's a clone on steroids. As far as gain is concerned, it's got a lot more boost and a lot more gain than a regular clone. And, and it's, it's awesome. Mini. <laughs> and it's mini. Yeah. That, that one's, that one's fucking sick. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of I don't know other ones, but yeah, I know the tape tape delay pedals, which I'm like I don't own one. I'm kind of thinking I'm like man, because I always just go for analog delay. I'm like everything that I do is analog delay, or if I really need a really crisp one, is digital delay. Like I never have gone to trying the tape delay and stuff like that. But I guess uh, T Rex yeah. they did that one where it's like a cassette tape that is an actual tape in a delay pedal form. R.I.P. Yeah. Which I what's R. really R. cool. Uh, I wonder if you can get those still. I wonder, did oh, they did no, those you, go into production? No, Shoot. no, they did. They have two different versions, and they have the replicator deluxe, and then the junior. The junior's just um, has like less options. Yeah, that might be one to to grab and see if you can just find a bunch of those like tapes. 
Which you can. Like, you can just, I would just order a shit ton. Yeah. Like, if you can find them, because there's plenty of them on um, Reverb right now. And, like, the tapes are only like 25 bucks a pop or something like mm-hmm. that. Some stupid cheap. Comparatively, I should say. Probably easier to get those than it is to, you know, buy a Roland Space Echo. And then get that thing fucking serviced. <laughs> yeah. That's like the dream, though, is to get one of those just to have it, you know? I always like think well, yeah, of like, of course. oh, man, if I ever, like, uh, you know, like, started getting into this recording stuff and go, like, I'd want to get one of those. I want to get, like, a, a real, like, you know, compressor and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, but yeah, that's, that's, that's one for me. I'm like, would I ever use it? Probably not. But it's like, I would want one really bad. <laughs> No, I think I think Jonathan Diaz used to have one, mm. the, the one of the replicators. Oh, yeah, that's sick. Um, okay, so I'm looking at uh, again power of uh, uh, Google. Um, the T Rex replacement tape cartridge on eBay or on um, Reverb right now mm-hmm. is uh, twenty eight bucks. Okay, let's see how many he has in stock. This person they'll probably be gone by this happened. Oh, it doesn't tell me. So he probably only has one, but you know, cause of how, how reverb will sometimes tell you, Oh yeah, it has, they have like six of them. Yeah. Oh no, it's just one. But, um, no, you can get one of their, uh, the replicator juniors, which is like, doesn't have like the chorus or whatever. Yeah. For 300 bucks. I mean, that's a real tape echo for 300 bucks, guys. Yeah, that's, that's not, a real tape echo. That's kind of fucking cool. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. Like for three, no, it's cheaper than a Volante. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> the only thing is, I think it scares people is like the fact that, like, what if the tape breaks <laughs> and they're out of business? I'm sure people are going to start like making reproductions or making that well, type see, of tape. It's. It's it's like a modified cassette tape, so I'm sure there's probably like way you could like respool a new one on there, mm-hmm. like you know. But no, that's the price you pay with like any proprietary like technology. And when I first saw the original one, that's immediately what I thought. I'm like, what if T Rex goes out of fucking business? Called it, and then then, <laughs> and then like two years later, Z, like, he went out you, of business. You, you put out the bad juju, and then they got <laughs> they, they closed. Jesus shop. Christ! Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, yeah, that, that, that would be cool. Um, any other pedal? I'm sure there's a bunch. I mean, there's a shit ton of dirt, but I'm like trying to think of like things other than dirt because I mean, like, yeah, you could always say that. everybody's oh, got oh, a goddamn or you know something else. Or like, like we already just said the fucking Palisades. Although, actually, now that you said Rat, we've already mentioned Tavo. He's got the Ubangi, but uh, the DRV Matt. Yeah, the DRV 1986, 1981, 80, whatever. I don't no, give a fine. shit. It's a fucking rat. <laughs> Fuck rats. I'm sorry. I fucking hate rats. It's like, like a preamp and a rat in one pedal. So that's kind of what it, what it is. As like what you kind can, of preamp? Um, no, it's not. It's not really that. It's like the fact that you can roll it down and you use it like a preamp. Um, and then you can turn so it up and it use it like up. A, use it like a rat. It's kind of like whatever. The, Wh- whatever. Yeah. It's a rat. Yeah. I don't like rats. <laughs> Fuck rats. You dirty rat. <laughs> no, I really. I fucking like. I, I've tried uh, many rats, and it's just it's not really my beat. Yeah, I think I've only um, really. I guess I tried the 1981. It's good. It's fine. Uh, I've tried the Kyle 
I haven't tried his in a while. He's got the rat, the painted gold one. Spray painted yeah, yeah, yeah. shit paint like like yeah. like I stole this and I painted it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind exactly. of like a bike. And I remember liking it. I haven't tried it since like he got it. Pretty much, I might, I might need to give it another go. But I don't have any bad opinions on rats. I'm trying to think of like circuits that I don't like that aren't like your you know stereotypical like your stereotypical like HM twos are really not good. <laughs> they they no, don't, don't sound good. No. <laughs> and even like um. I used the Lone Wolf Left Hand Wrath uh, borrowed from Johnny, and that one is still like it's not. It doesn't really sound like good. <laughs> no, like I. But I guess yeah. I mean, I guess it actually does. It has a blend knob, which is kind of cool. Um, but just to be able to put turn on that chainsaw and blend it in is kind of cool. But here, I I got uh, maybe a quick one or whatever. I was thinking about this today. Okay, uh-huh. so would you if you like were. Um, Say and you had a situation where you could play amps and stuff like that, and this was like your either you know recording, playing, uh, jamming. Um, would you rather have an amp with really good uh, clean and it barely did any distortion, or if it did, it sounded like shit? Or would you want an amp to have really good gain and kind of crappy clean? So no Helix, no HX Native, none of that. But you had to like pick one. That's really hard because I don't play my amp like either of those. <laughs> like I play Edge of Breakup like it, like you dig in and it crunches, it does not like it, and then you lessen up, it does clean. Um, I would probably have to go with shit. Okay, well, actually, uh, question. Yeah. What kind of gain are we talking about with this other gain? Uh, I don't know. Like you got to, you got to get. Like, do I get to choose the kind of gain that I like? It's either gonna be uh, like I don't, I don't want. Uh, I mean, I love a rock of verb. Those are cool, but that's not really me. But like, if you tell me it's like, like a a plexi, like no, no it'll be like either like a I don't know something heavy. So like a sixty five oh five. Oh, fuck me. Then I'm going clean. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah. No, I'm going clean. That's, that's, I can't, I can't do much with a 65. I would say it, my... uh, like a high gain amp or a only clean amp. Then I'm going to go only clean because that's just more suitable for my style. But if you went like Marshall, then like I'd be like, okay, yeah, Marshall. Mm-hmm. But not like 2209 or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Which one's that? Is that the blues? Breaker? I don't know. No, the, the, the Marshall, the Marshall I'm talking about, the 22, whatever, that's like the, the super duper high gain, like the one that Rabia plays. Oh. Masad, like oh. Fucking, like, not like that kind of gain. Like, I need like a Plexi. Yeah, like a JCM or JVM. Yeah. A JVM. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or, J, or even a JTM. Yeah. See, that's like my beat because that's basically what the Marshall class five is. It's, it's like a, it's supposed to be like a low watt JTM copy or like a blues breaker copy. Okay. Yeah. See, I would probably go high gain because I feel like you can kind of clean those up and I never play clean, clean anyways. Yeah. But also I feel like those also, depending on the app, you can't always go like light crunch. It's like, Fucking all or nothing. Yeah. Bitch. I guess I, I and, have, uh, and that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I guess, like, uh, the, like, 
the best of both worlds is like you said, like kind of that middle of the road, like on yeah, the edge of breakup. Like basically what your orange eighty fifteen does. Yeah. Or like like I said, my Marshall class five, like I put it on like three and a half and like I'm already in crunchy territory. Like that's why the the I mentioned earlier the mystery brain appealed to me so much is because I only need a boost to get to the crunch that I need because of where I set my amp. Yeah. Because it is already breaking up and then I just play lightly. And I think also what benefits me the most is my main guitar, the Filtertron pickups are so dynamic that I can do both. Yeah. Because they're Um, really low output. You're like, okay, I can add more if I need to. I don't need... Once you you already have so much... Like, I do really want to try and get, like, high-gain pickups, but, like, to be, like, invaders or something, just to be, like, stupid. <laughs> I mean... But, I mean, like... I think I can... I can... I, I have a beat on um, uh, some some invaders that are literally... They were literally owned by uh, Tom DeLong. Oh, dang. <laughs> like, no, like, so my buddy... He knows, uh, uh like, Tom DeLong's old uh, tech. Mm-hmm. Like, it... it and um so like his old tech he was like yeah i have this toolbox that's like mine and like but has some like pickups and stuff to it do you want any of these and like it was like a bunch of like tom delong's like invaders and shit nice yeah and so he got them on the cheap and they were previously owned by tom delong yeah that's cool i mean i would i would want to use them (laughs) i would get them and be like if i get i'm gonna use oh no he totally used them he put them in um he put them in a Jim Root uh, Squire telly that he oh, had. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are sick telly. But, all right. Well, uh, we could talk forever, but let's uh, close it on out of here. We're at like an hour or more. This is supposed to be a mini episode, but hey. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> it. Fuck, we're talking. We're hanging out. Um, RJ, Nothing where, I do is mini. Where can, hey, take it easy there, pal. Nothing I do <laughs> is small. <laughs> all right. Where can people check you out? Where's the best place to find you? What are you doing? All right, you can find me as my, as I say in my other podcasts, on Instagram and YouTube, uh, Telly Talks. Also, check out my podcast called Just Surprise Me. Brian's on there a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of podcasters are on there a lot. We talk about sick and deprived shit like dragon dildos. <laughs> and uh, I'm just throwing that out there. That's That's a very famous episode. Thanks to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely uh, like talked- a, um, it's not necessarily a gear podcast. It's kind of just like no. pop culture. It's kind of whatever's on your mind. I like the idea of Just Surprise Me. It's because you, uh, you, uh, your co-host Will, uh, Lehew, and uh, Joe from Like My Pedals, you guys just talk about whatever you guys like. And Yeah, it's a, it's a, I, I call it a. Uh, <laughs> Cornucopia? <laughs> no, it's a pop culture nostalgic shit show. There you go. It's just like, <laughs> here's an hour of stuff that we like to talk about, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, Will, it's not a fucking cookie. Yeah. And if you want to know what that fucking means, listen to my podcast. Yeah, check it out. It's a lot of fun. If you're looking for a chuckle, check them out. But um, yeah, and RJ, I've been on his YouTube channel. Uh, he's yes. eventually going to come on ours. Uh, he's helped me out. He One more time. He's helped me out a lot with videos and stuff like that. So RJ, thanks for coming on the show yeah. thanks for helping me out thanks for you know thanks for being a friend side note your your video is doing quite well hell yeah i like that it it, it shot up to like 600 views oh damn like, really yeah 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 so like your video the hx stomp like building a 
a punk rock tone. Yeah. Like it's, it's really shot up. Cause actually yours and Kyle's are like my most, some of my most well viewed videos because a lot of people like chime in like, Oh, that's so cool. Like people love Kyle's bass tone and they, I'm still getting comments. He's like on it like every day. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's great because so, it's just, it, it is simple, but it's just, that's exactly what he uses. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Um, but anyways, yes. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a long time. Kyle, I don't know where you're at. Yeah. I don't know if you're listening, <laughs> but you should have fucking been on because yeah, then we could have taken over the show and just talk about synth wave and retro wave for like fucking three hours. Maybe, and have Brian maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get an, another bonus episode and just uh, have you and, you and Kyle do it. Fair enough. All right, man. Well, anyways, thank you guys. All right. Talk to you later. Later.